0: The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, 2 o'clock every Saturday. Just make it a habit to be here. We do. Joel Worsham here uh, of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Joel, how you doing?
1: Good afternoon. How are you doing?
0: I, You know something? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're doing good. Are we busy?
1: We are busy.
0: You are officially, like, phone's ringing?
1: Phone is ringing. It's the time of the year. Um, it, it's uh, It's nice. It's really nice to be in the generator business right now.
2: Is you this know? y'all's busy season? I mean, is this normally when it, it really gets going?
1: October is usually that peak month for us. Uh, it's just uh, it's that in between between the hurricane season and now it's getting ready for the winter season. Yeah. Um. But we're we're seeing now November is going to be big. Uh, December is going to be going to be big. It it seems like there's a huge demand. You know, there's shortages with uh, inventory. Um, And so the demand factor, if you have generators, people are ready. They're ready to buy. They're not ready to wait.
0: There's absolutely, uh, you know, somebody new to the area has to realize, you know, snow is not a big deal. We haven't had actual snow for a season or two. Sure. But we get ice storms. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know atmospherically how it is that we get ice storms and other places don't, but it does knock out power.
1: Yeah, and, you know, um, we have been seeing mild winters for, right. what, about four years now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're due. And, and you know, everything's always in a revolution or a or, or revolving right. uh, timeline. And, and so I feel like this winter myself is, is – uh, is going to be a, a harsh winter. I think we're going to have cold temperatures. Um, I think we're going to have uh, a little more, you know, rain, snow, ice. Uh, I'm going. I'm. I'm suspecting more power outages this winter uh, than we had last year.
0: And the reason Joel is talking about power outages because Joel, though he's here from Comfort First Heating and Cooling, mm-hmm. he's not so much talking about HVAC. When right. he comes here, he's talking about generators.
1: That's all I do is generators. So we, I run the generator division for Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Um, we have a separate division just for uh, generator and generator installations service, um, and that's that's all I do every single day is generators.
0: And it's not small generators.
1: Well, we do not. We don't do portables, but right. we do anything uh, from basically a 10 kW you know whole home generator uh, up to. 48 KW uh, and then you're getting into your, your commercial industrial generators from there.
2: So this isn't the one I have to tow behind my trailer. Uh, Unless you have,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you can, but no, this is not a portable uh, where you're going to just take it to your campsite or power up your RV. Yeah, Uh, This is something that's going to power up your whole house. This is something that's going to power up that heat pump, uh, the heat strips, give you means of cooking, give you a means of survival. And uh, you can be comfortable during a power outage. How physically
0: big is a 10KW a, generator?
1: A 10KW, we we do not sell that many of them because we're in a um, a heat pump market. Um, but if you have a, a, a small enough house where you have gas heat, gas water heater, gas stove, uh, majority of your appliances are gas, you can yeah. very well be in a 10 to a 12KW range. And you're looking about the size of a very small air conditioner that sits outside your house so
2: 24 by 24 or, or smaller and it has a has a pad that you guys set it down on
1: those actually we pour a pad uh, we do a we pour concrete pads for those and, and bolt them down um, the bigger ones we have pre-made pads for those okay but it's all you know permanently installed right you know it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to work you know vibrate and walk off the pad. And it looks good. It looks good.
0: I, I mean, honestly, you know what it looks like when you drive by a house that's either got your companies or a, a competitors.
1: You know what's – Brock probably does this, I'm I'm sure. But, you know, when we go into these subdivisions and you have a, a 2 p.m. sales appointment to meet a customer, <laughs> I always get there at 145, and I drive mm-hmm. through the neighborhood. Yeah. And you can spot somebody that has a generator. One, you, can, you may see them. Yeah. But two, I can tell by the electrical service of what their neighbors have, what, what, you know, and that's a good telltale of what the demand is for that, that area for that generator. I mean, all of us have lack of patience when we're uncomfortable yeah, and, I, and, and it's not just, it's not just one person, it's multiple people.
2: I have a feeling that's why his busy season <laughs> is in October. Yeah. Those are all the customers that lost power over the spring and summer and are yeah. just, they're just sick yeah. of it. So yeah. it's time to pull the trigger and get one put it, in.
1: It's, it's one of those things, Brock, you can go to a uh, a subdivision like we're doing right now in Durham, and you can plant your sign yeah. in, in the first neighbor's house, and you'll have everybody come up at the end of the install and want to hear the presentation. They want to see it run. <laughs> they want to see how that thing is, how that generator's functioning. And next thing you know, you're just getting a lead and a lead after
2: that. Well, so several weeks ago when the, uh, the, the, the fight was on, it was um, – Oh uh, Wilder and, Fury. And, and and Fury, yeah. right? Yeah. So my wife's friend, her husband was was having the fight over at his house. So we drove yeah. over there. There's snacks, there's chips, right? When mm-hmm. we're we're watching the the pre-fight entertainment, power goes out, whole neighborhood, <laughs> every single house yeah. in the neighborhood. No, so we all stand in the driveway patiently, thinking that the power would come back on here pretty soon. Yeah, it was off through the fight oh wow Uh, now talk about ruining an evening sure but that that you know that's the primary uh that's what this stuff is for
1: you know when that uh, the rain that came through what was it about two or three nights ago about seven to nine o'clock at night you know uh, Mm -hmm. you know my family we just built a, a new home uh this past year uh and of course i installed a whole home generator in that home and we're out in the country. Did
0: you give yourself a good price? Uh, <laughs> That's all I want to know.
1: Well, I He didn't knows ha- a guy. I, I know a guy that knows a guy. But okay. let's just say the labor was really cheap on he that wasn't one. wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I'm sitting there watching TV. It's probably, I don't know, about 8 o'clock, you know. Um, and that storm, it just gets harder and harder. The rain's coming. Yes. The rain's coming. The wind's picking up. That front's coming through. And our power flickers, and of course my generator fires up, and then my power comes right back on, like within three or four minutes. Right. My yeah. my generator starts going down to its shutdown mode, and I'm sitting there, and my wife's like, "Wow, that is, that is really nice." You know, yeah. She's like, "I like that," and I'm sitting there, and I go, "Listen to the listen. Do you hear that?" And she said, "Yeah, I hear the rain." I'm like, "No, there's other people around us yeah. <laughs> that have standby <laughs> generators. I can hear them all cranking up." Oh, can and you? so we can hear them running. And, uh, you know, I, my wife's like, how do you how do you hear that? And I said, you just get used to that sound. Right. You get used <laughs> to hearing that. It's music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is?
0: That's money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You
1: know, that's just it. But that was one thing that we noticed when we were building our house is when we were driving around looking at our lots, um, trying to pick out an area of, of the county that we wanted to live in. Yeah. Um, I noticed that. I noticed there was generators all throughout that area. So that was... Whether I was in the generator business or not, that's yep. a sign that says, hey, we need to be prepared. Let's call Joel. Let's it's, go ahead and get us in there.
0: It's indicative also, depending on where you are. Yes. If you see a bunch of those, that means they may be last on Duke Power's list. They 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 may not be the first ones to get service back.
1: I think the problem is what we're seeing is there's – Lack of patience, um, not understanding. You know, we can have a nice, clear, sunny fall afternoon, yeah. sixty degrees or 70 degrees, beautiful. Four o'clock in the afternoon, the power goes out. It mm, could right. be from. It could be from anything. It could be from a car accident. It could be from construction. You know, five miles down the road. It, it's yep. not to say that the power companies are not doing their their job. They are. They're doing everything they can. But. In this area, the Raleigh Durham triad, we're a grow I mean, this place is just growing so fast and so much and there's right. so much work being done, traffic, everything, it doesn't take much for power to go off. And so people are just saying, Hey, I've had enough. Yep. I have the resources, let's call, let's see what we can do, and let's let's do a generator. You don't have to be, you know, ninety percent of our customers uh, are make an average income. Of eighty thousand dollars or less, most people that are getting generators is that forty thousand to eighty thousand dollar income. Really? Yes. It's not. It's not about the well, the well off. It's more about the working man. It's more about the mom, uh, the stay at home mom. It's more about the fixed income senior citizen that just can't afford. If the power goes off, what are they going to do? They're they're on some type of medical equipment, uh, or they're you know we're all tightening their belt now with everything you know as far as shortages and right. food and and gas prices increasing yep it's just a an inconvenience to be without power
2: well and it's a it's it's an outstanding upsell feature i know a lot of builders here in the metroplex that they're 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 actually putting them in during the construction of the home that's yes. they they feel that that is is setting them apart from some of the other builders in the area and it's it's an in my opinion i mean it's an outstanding resale item absolutely who does not want to buy a house that already has its own generator
1: and from we have just uh partnered up with a a builder that's not in this area but he's in another uh city uh, in, in the north carolina area here that um he was like you know i've never wanted to offer generators to my customers because nobody ever got them mm-hmm. and he said now I feel like I need to be offering them yep. and everybody's just wanting us to go ahead and do it while we're building the house and so right. we're, we're going to start doing that for them um but you know it, it's it is from what I understand um, it does bring equity to the resale value of the home right as long as the generators not Extremely old, but right. if it's a if it you know this day and time we're seeing people that are moving in a in a seven to ten year period, um and that that generator is going to hold that value.
0: I think that people understand sort of the randomness of not having things available. That's right. You know this whole when we when we lost gasoline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't get gasoline for a couple of days.
2: Yes. That was a weird couple of days. Wasn't that odd? Ah, it was very, was
1: strange. very strange. And, you know, that's the thing that we're hearing from customers now. Yeah. And you don't uh, have to watch the 7 o'clock news every night to kind of figure out, but you just kind of have a little bit of common sense. If we can have that infrastructure basically hold us hostage for yep. – what was it 24 it's to 40, 72 hours 72 yeah yeah uh imagine what we can have if somebody shuts down a substation or such that you know shuts down a power grid or what you know of yep. that that type of uh, infrastructure uh yeah it's time to get a home, home generator
0: and when <laughs> the weather turns poor mm-hmm. you know i i remember seeing this dozens upon dozens of of vehicles moving down the highway. They were coming down 95, and they were headed to other places. Right. Because the weather turned poor. You can't just assume that the local power company is going to get you back. Right. There have been circumstances where they're going to Georgia yeah, at or some, Tennessee. P- at
2: some point they'll get you back, but we don't know how long that yeah. wait's going to be. Okay. Yeah. We were always
1: seeing our power guys go to other states. Yeah. And then next thing you know, our power would go out here during the fall thaw- during <laughs> the falling right. <laughs> process or the wind process after the storm comes through. Retreat. And then trees start falling. And we don't have people here to, to help us out because we got guys in New Jersey or New York or Pennsylvania helping those crews out. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I have to admit that one of the things that's unique about North Carolina, I don't know why I haven't seen the whole rest of the country. We have these wonderful, beautiful lollylop pine trees mm-hmm. that are all top heavy right with tiny root balls okay <laughs> that they literally can knock over after three days of rain and one day of wind right okay and they're right next to the highway right next to the power lines i i you know in some places there's a little bit of a setback mm-hmm. in north carolina it doesn't seem to be but let's offer up a 25 dollar gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. First question for Joel or for the very happy um, uh, co-owner of, uh, well, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barriers here. He He's so proud of the new baby.
1: <laughs> the new baby. Yeah, the new ba-
0: the product. We're going to talk to Brock about that coming up. So uh, either for Brock or Joel, Ask him a question at 919-860-9783 on Making Your Home Great. All right, this is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, Ray in Nashville. You're going to be on with Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Hey, Ray. Hey, how y'all doing today? We're doing all right. What's going on? I, I was uh, just curious. I happen
3: to know I my home's uh, two story colonial. It's about I don't know twenty two hundred square feet, and I do have a two hundred amp uh, electrical service. And I'm just curious if if we were to put in uh, one of your um. Uh, uh,
0: Whole house generators. generators.
3: Yeah. How – what kind of time for – how long – once you guys arrive, how how long is it going to take for you all to uh, put one
1: of those things in where it's all complete? Typical generator install for us is uh, a day and a half to two days. uh, If we're doing the gas, if we're, you know, doing the full electrical system – load management devices installed uh you're looking at at a full two-day install um is our you know there's some installs that we do that are you know three and four days which is you know it all depends on where the generator location is going to be how old is the power system or the electrical system the panel box the the meter socket on the house uh and and then we take all that in consideration and uh we schedule it accordingly
4: and we, you should expect
3: to be out of power, I guess, for a while. Or how does that work?
1: What we do is we schedule the power disconnection, reconnection, uh, and the in, <clears throat> excuse me, in the inspection process. Uh, we do that, so we do that usually on the second day. Uh, and typical our install without power is about anywhere from four to six hours. Um, we also bring portable generators with us while we're working, so we can power up the um, homeowners' refrigerators, freezers, turn their well water on, so they're still able to function. Hmm. If they're working from home, we'll plug up their internet and plug up their computer, and they can continue working without us interrupting any of their uh, scheduled events. That's a nice bonus. That's smart. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's the only uh, the only portable generators that he deals with. Yeah, we
1: we roll that. Roll that out, and it's, <laughs> and it's the loudest thing you ever heard of. You whole neighborhood knows you're there working. But you'll have internet. But you'll have internet. I mean, <laughs> you know, we had to do something during COVID. Yeah. Um, too many people were schooling. Too many people were working from home. And even though that they were having a generator install, it wasn't like they were able to go to work and just keep on going, and the work was being done at their house. The house was their yeah. office, so yeah. we had to take that provision.
0: Well, listen, Ray. Uh, congratulations! You are the winner of the twenty-five dollar gift certificate to High Park Barn Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials. Fried chicken, prime rib, six-dollar burger on Fridays. Ray, I know it's a commute, but it's worth it. Uh, well, they've hey, got, yeah, thank you very much. They got uh, indoor and outdoor seating available. Six twenty-five East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Congratulations, Ray. We'll send that out to you. Well, thank you. All right. Take care. Take care. Got Bill in Orange County. Bill, how you doing?
5: I'm doing well.
0: Good. What's your question?
5: Uh, I have a question uh, for Mr. Worsham, the generator man.
0: Yes.
4: Okay.
5: Uh, I uh, have a little bit of experience uh, with generators in my lifetime, and I would like to know on your on your advertisement on the radio, uh, you indicate that you will provide a transfer switch with a whole home generator. Yeah. Now, uh, actually, what what good is a whole home generator <laughs> without the transfer switch?
1: That's a good question. Very good question. Uh,
5: I, I really don't see... I really don't see the angle
0: there. Bill, I, Bill, I thought the same thing. I heard the same ad, mm-hmm. thought the same thing. Joel.
1: So the generators that we install, uh, they work in partnership with the transfer switch. The transfer switch is a, a hardwire mechanism that we install between your power utility company and your panel box, uh, your breaker box, fuse box that you have at your house. The power, the transfer switch's whole purpose is it's a it's an interlock mechanism that power senses the direction of flow.
0: That's all right. You'd love that. I got to cut you off because the news fellow wants to do do his news. Bill, I think the word you missed, and I missed it the first time, is the word free. It's but we'll we'll talk about that in just a moment. That's coming up with Joel Worsham of uh, uh, Comfort First Heating and Cooling making your home great no fm 98 5 am 680 wptf this is making your home great all right joel i shut you down that's okay i stopped you good in the middle of you one of your favorite topics which is the transfer switch <laughs> well, Real,
1: really really in short and sweet the the transfer switch is a mechanism that we install in between the power utility yeah and the home
0: and i'm getting bill from orange county on there again all right we're talking to joel Worsham of comfort first heating and cooling were you done with the transfer switch description? well it, it
1: basically what the transfer switch does is our generators run on an automatic function so whether you're it's middle of the night or you're not home or uh you're sitting there eating dinner and you lose yeah. power the generator will start up automatically Assume the, uh, the uh, electrical needs of the house and, yeah. and transfer the power to the generator.
2: Well, and yeah. other other companies charge to install the, a cor- transfer correct. switch. So That's what right. you're saying is if you buy one of our generators, we don't then hit you with an additional charge for a transfer switch. That's going to be thrown in with the package. That's
1: right. You call in Comfort First and say you heard that radio promotion here at WPTF, and and, and that we come out. It's included in your quote. Bill, does that make sense? Bill
0: from Orange County. Hello, Bill. Yeah, I'm here. Do, do, um, does that make sense? Does it make...
5: Uh, no, sir, because no. Uh, I firmly believe that uh, in life, nothing is free. <laughs> oh. and, and, I, and I know for a fact that, yeah. that a whole home generator is practically useless without the transfer switch. So you pretty much have to have it.
1: So, so uh, in some yeah. situations, yes, you do have to have it for, for code requirements. but you also understand when generator technology came out, people were putting sub panels in and only using essential circuit panels, which means they were only doing air conditioner or a well pump. A refrigerator and two or three circuits of lights so that is not considered a home transfer switch that's considered an essential uh, circuit
5: a very uh, safe way to go about it in fact uh, right I was doing something very similar to that in in the early days that's right so anyway that was that was my question so uh, you're saying the transfer switch is free if you buy the generator
1: that's right yes
0: yes okay all right thank you Bill
5: yeah, thank you. Have a good one, right. Bill.
0: Hold on, all right. Take take care. He's not happy because nothing is free. He's kind of right that sure. nothing in life is free. That's right. But you know, you'd have to buy the whole generator.
1: There you go. Right? You got to <laughs> you got to buy the whole installation. The whole installation. That's in right. Order,
0: all right. Uh, that's not going to argue. Uh, Keith Ramsey joins us. Keith is with, of course, Garden Supply Company. How you doing, Keith? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Good. Long time no hear from. Uh, Keith was on this show early on. Keith, I got some questions for you. Yeah. You got a, a retail store. Are you selling? Are you are you keeping a lot of trees in? Because I'll tell you right now, whenever I'm shopping for trees, the pe- people have got like three different kinds of trees, and that's it. Yeah.
3: Tell- now we're we've been we've been lucky we've got a buyer that's been with us for 25 years he's been there since since the beginning and um, we have stayed really really well stocked even though inventory is hard to find it really is covid is covid has driven sales and i think new home home purchases you know have driven sales so we have um we've struggled you know, it's been a lot more work to keep inventory at, at decent levels, but we've um, been good. We've, we've been in pretty good shape.
0: Keith, I want a tree that nobody else has. In fact, that's <laughs> been
3: my—that's
0: been the, you know either a tree or a bush nobody else has. You got anything that's, that's oddball?
3: I do. Um, what do you have? Yeah, so out of NC State, uh, flamethrower Thrower Redbud is a is a new one, or Rising Sun Redbud. Um, they've there's there's been a lot of new introductions out of nc state but um flamethrower redbud is one that's only been out two years what kind of
0: tree is that
3: so uh, it's a, a redbud blooms it's so it's the purple tree that blooms at the same time as a dogwood does yeah um and and so it's a native tree but it's a flamethrower redbud is a, is a new cultivar that they've come up with um denny warner out of uh, nc state um developed it and it's a, uh the the foliage fades from green to to a to a like a mottled green and red faint you know deep dark veins and yeah. and to a to a red um so it's a it's a gorgeous the foliage on the tree is gorgeous and then the blooms are just like the the normal uh you know, native red bud bloom in the in the uh, early springtime. As the dogwoods are blooming, you'll see white in the woods. Then you see these purple trees. Yeah, um, same thing. It's got a heart shaped leaf, uh, and it's a nice small to medium sized tree.
0: All right. Well, hang on, Keith. We're going to keep you on, and I'm actually going to open up the phone lines now. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. A question either for Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, or Keith Ramsey from Garden Supply Company in Cary. And by the way, Keith will do landscaping for you. Keith, what's the? Uh, do Do you have a landscaping company, or do you just uh, promise to install the trees?
3: No, we um, we actually started out as a landscape company, and now we're a full full blown garden center. So we stock all the trees. Right. Um, we've got three landscape designers that can come out, or or you can bring pictures in, and we do it for free. Um, kind of kind of rough rough sketch up a picture and come up with plant combinations that kind of thing, and um, there's no cost to that on site.
0: All right, we got a twenty five dollar gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill. Next person calls up and asks a question to either either of our gentlemen here or Keith. Um, we got to circle back to Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier because you you last week talked about a product and I've forgotten the name of it.
2: Crawl barrier. What is it? Crawl barrier.
0: Crawl barrier, and this is a crawl space
2: insulation insulation yeah so tell for, me about it for years and we we discussed it last week I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. we got our first uh, few installs installed this week so we've got a pretty good gauge uh, how this material is going to work um, it's working really well uh, matched up against the other foam products that we have it's giving you virtually the exact same impact for uh, uh, about half the cost uh, the material itself is is um, patented. Uh, it, it's a material that you really can't get here in the Metroplex without reaching out to our company. But it does pass a minimum code requirement. It's an R10 on the masonry wall. And it, it we installed it at, at almost 50% faster yeah. than any of the other materials. So how that translates to the customer is it's, it's like half the labor. So most of these installs, compared to the other cheap options we offer, they are drastically cheaper. Uh, We now believe we have the cheapest option in the state to encapsulate your crawl space.
0: And wasn't there? uh, Didn't you run into something with with inspectors coming out after you you, you put this stuff on?
2: Very skeptical because they had uh, obviously never seen this material before. So yes, the first couple of inspectors were. Uh, throwing out question marks here and there but once they saw the ASTM certification sheet which we leave in all the installs for the inspectors yeah they all you know raise their eyebrow and they're like wow this stuff is is definitely passing code you're good to go so we're getting good results
0: and I keep asking you it's not a spray-on but it replaces the spray-on
2: uh, if Well, for years, if you were to encapsulate a crawl space, it's right. either spray foam or rigid foam board. So this right. would take the place of those two options.
0: Okay. And how are you installing it? How physically are you installing it?
2: Uh, well, we either use furring strips or RAM set. Uh, Ramset is a 22 caliber nail gun, essentially, which can shoot it into uh, concrete. Ah, if ah, if you have cinder block, <laughs> if you're brick, yeah, yeah. we don't recommend using that on brick. We'll normally put in uh, furring strips so we have uh, a good surface to attach it to. All right,
0: I've got Tom in Smithfield right now. Hey, Tom, you are on making your home great. How you doing? Doing fine. Good. What's going on?
4: Uh, I have the uh, problem of someone having a very very old house yes my house was moved to this lot in 1850 mm. and as a result the house was only about nine inches off of the ground oof that's what i was afraid you were going to say
0: well well you know brock has got some extraordinarily small people who work <laughs> for him
2: but not that small part of the job requirement yes it's right, really go, tiny
0: go ahead with your question though tom
4: so what can we do sure uh, have is uh inches about the, the flooring of course is about an inch and a half thick
2: right and, right. and
4: of course there's wide pine, about eight inches six to eight inches in width oh well, there's no basic sub so over the last couple of centuries uh you know there's dried <sighs> out some and of course that's cracked yeah and how the hay am i supposed to stop air intrusion with a deal like that
2: yeah so we, we, we get these homes every once in a while. Um, it's what's referred to as a dig-out. Obviously, if you can't get a grown man underneath the house.
4: Well, you can if he's, you know, he really wants to
2: be there. Whether or not he'll get stuck. Way. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if To do it properly, um, when we've run into these older homes, we, it, it typically is a, what they refer to as a dig-out. You, you go down under the house, you dig down about a foot, clear out all that dirt so you have enough room to work around in, uh, and then you can get it sealed up properly. Without doing that, we've tried those homes before. There's a few different types of quote-unquote crawl spaces, walking spaces, which is self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Crawl spaces, which you're on your hands and knees, and then drag spaces. You, you, you have what <laughs> is referred to as a drag space. You're on wow. your stomach trying to pull yourself underneath the house. When you don't have that much room, the problem is the closer your subfloor, the closer your floor joists are to the earth, the higher the moisture content is going to be underneath there. A lot of these walking spaces we get into where it's six feet from the subfloor to the dirt, yeah. we don't find a lot of mold in those crawl spaces. There's enough of an air gap down there that it, it kind of helps and does something. Yeah. Those really tight ones are yeah. normally the crawl spaces we find infested with mold because it's so close to the dirt. Sure. Uh, so the only way to properly get that sealed up is to have enough room down there to be able to run it up the walls, make sure all the seams are taped, all the columns are wrapped, uh, and it being nine inches, it's probably not going to be enough room to do that properly. So it sounds like you might need to dig out.
0: He, he heard the sadness in your voice, and he hung up. Uh, he, he, he did. But but I appreciate your, your phone call. We're going to go to Bobby in Raleigh. Uh, and, and, Bobby, I offer this up. You got, got a question either for Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Bobby. What's
4: up? Hey, did I win the twenty-five bucks? You know, oddly, <laughs> oddly
0: enough, I don't think you did. I think it was the other guy. But I'll tell you what. Tell you what. I'll give <laughs> no, you a. Like guy. I'll if you stop by the station in the next fifteen minutes, I'll give you six dollars, and you can buy a burger on Fridays.
4: <laughs> You're a good guy. Right. I had a question. What's the question? Yeah, I, uh, I I got um um. I redid my house a little bit, right? Yeah. And uh you sound like the kinds of guys oh, that yeah. do uh heavier work. Yeah?
2: Yeah, sure. You say that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Bobby, Bobby, what part of Smithfield were you brought up in?
4: Uh <laughs> Miami. Miami, okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Miami Smithfield. All right. All right, go ahead. But uh <laughs> but I've been here for 38 years, so yeah, you can know, it's still there, parents, Right? Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's in That's how they talk. To, you know, <laughs> but uh, listen, I, I got a, a, a oh great big fireplace. I'd yeah. love to see it gone. How much work is that?
2: All right, Ooh, That's yeah, a good question. So Heat. is this it's on the a,
4: outside of the house?
2: It's on the outside of the house. Do you have yeah, vinyl yeah, siding, or is it uh, what type of siding do you have on the side of the house, or is it brick?
4: Cement fiber. <sighs>
2: Well, so removing... It's a
4: brick house with cement fiber over okay. that.
2: Okay, and this, this is a fireplace that goes up the side of the house, or does it go up through the middle and you have a chimney stack through the middle of the roof?
4: No, it's on the uh,
2: outside. The outside. It's a little bit more complicated um, when doing it on the outside of the house. I mean, I'm assuming it's a brick fireplace, so you have siding on each side of the fireplace, or yeah. is it siding all the way up? Oh.
4: It's a brick fireplace, uh, oh. and and it's uh, got, yeah, there's cement fiber on both yeah. sides of
2: it. Yeah, so that that's typically going to be a mason. You're going to bring a mason in to actually remove all the brick, uh, do the demo. They're going to have to remove the stack from the inside of the chimney. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to consult a drywall guy on the inside, probably an interior design person, to help remove it from the inside of the house, and then what to but do with I, that I space. You got okay, all that. I
4: just oh, want to you know got... how much to take the fireplace down,
2: you know? The demo? Demo is, is going to be probably pretty cheap, I, no. I would say. Uh, yeah, I want a
4: gun.
0: That's fun.
2: Yeah, the demo part is, is.
0: Bobby, you could get people who would do that for free.
2: Yeah, it's going to be fixing, uh, fixing you know, the hole so after much, you put it there.
0: Yeah. It's
4: like a thousand bricks. It's uh, a lot of bricks.
0: Yeah, thank you, Bobby. <laughs> all right, Bobby, the only thing I can tell you is that neither – Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, <laughs> nor Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, can help you.
2: Uh, well, yeah, you're you're probably looking at about uh, anywhere between a thousand and twelve hundred dollars to do demo on that. Yeah, uh, and then lots more money to fix the hole after you've pulled everything out of it. And,
0: and uh, the uh, telephone number here is nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. This is making your home great um brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier and joel Worsham of comfort first feeding and cooling uh in studio haven't heard much from joel
2: well and and i want to yeah. get back to one of the things that joel mentioned earlier yeah. when when the the caller asked how long something like this takes to install yeah i'm i'm pretty excited this is a full two-day event you know, Joel could have been like, oh, you know, a few hours, we'll get it thrown in real quick, and then, yeah, it's going to look great. No, yeah. no. If it's taking two days, yeah, they're doing it right. They're running it in the right direction. They're making sure all the connections are hooked up properly. I like that the answer was two days and not, you know, we'll, we'll get it done in an afternoon. It's a
0: six-hour thing. Right. It'll look ugly, but it's a six-hour thing. It'll work That's great for way a way little want.
2: while. Yeah.
0: No. Um, and what... What is the actual physical installation going to look like on the, you know, at the electrical box or elsewhere?
1: Well, what you're going to have at your, in a typical generator installation at your meter meter box location where, where your power company's reading your um, power usage, yeah. there's going to be a, another rectangular box beside it, uh, probably about twice the size of what's there now. Um, and there's going to be some... There's going to be some conduit uh, running yeah. but not not too awful much and then you you know the generator location could be within feet of that location right. or it could be on the other side of the house or it could be you know hundred feet in the backyard it depends on where you want it um, and then all the gas piping is typically done either in the ground or, or uh, in the cross <coughs> excuse yeah. me space drag area uh, of, of the home yeah. Um and so we try to we try to make it so it's not a, a doesn't look like a an industrial commercial uh, conduits everywhere piping running everywhere. That's right. We want a clean look. Uh, we want to take consideration of what the customer wants, where the generator is best serving, uh, so it's not a, an annoyance.
0: Is there ever a consideration where okay, there is some noise? Yes. You've described the level of noise to be about what you'd get from a backpack blower and that's only when it's running clearly
1: yeah it's more like a a commercial joystick lawnmower you know um i'm i'm at fault some because i always want to make sure it's not like right there beside the master bedroom window right um
2: so that brings it. you you had mentioned a while back that these things will kick on and cycle to test themselves Mm -hmm. how often is that
1: uh our generators are going to run weekly uh, they're going to run for a few seconds uh, once a week and then twice a year, uh, depending on the date and the seasons and yeah. springtime and fall, they're going to run 45 minutes. Can the customer pick the time of day that that runs? Yeah, they come with a factory default. Um, if you know, We tell the customer up front what that factory default is, and if they want us to adjust it, we'll adjust it. We right. have a lot of customers that adjust it at 5 p.m.
2: I'm thinking five AM and I'll put it on the neighbor side that really? I don't like. Yeah. You would, wouldn't well, you? Well if I can pick my own time, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. I but there there is also well let me just ask you, in terms of installation time, mm. you're booking out for a few weeks, right?
1: Yeah, we, right now we're we're booking out
2: three and a half to four weeks.
0: Three and a half to four weeks.
2: That's not bad. Mm-hmm. What? That's not bad.
1: Is
0: the three and a half to four weeks, What takes longer, getting like in Raleigh or some other place where zoning is a big deal?
1: Ah, uh, good question. Is, yeah, is so, pulling
0: a is is the paperwork involved going to take longer than getting the product?
1: Yes. Um, If you're in the city of Raleigh, we do have to – city of Raleigh, uh, city of Chapel Hill, and some other jurisdictions, they do require a zoning permit before they will issue a generator, electrical, mechanical permit. Right. That typically can take anywhere, depending on the process. Right. If we have to get surveyors involved, that can take a month. Um, And then right now, I will also tell you that power companies are – booking out to sometimes up to six weeks out and we really? have we have to get them involved. Sure. Um because uh, it's safety mostly important. Um, we don't we, we're not able to just you know climb the ladder like we used to back in the day when I was coming up in the electrical industry and clip that power line and, and reconnect it. Uh, we have to go through the safety protocols, and and we have to get them involved, and we have to make sure permitting is involved, and it's a process.
0: I guess what I'm trying to do is take it off you guys, because you're you're going to tell people, well, you know, might might be December first, right? Might be a little earlier, might be a little later, but it's not like you're having a hard time getting generators.
1: No, we're fully stocked. Uh, we have never run out since covid yeah we are one of very few uh, generator companies around that uh, have have had full inventory and we made sure of that um, with our distributor <laughs> and uh, did you
0: buy extra
1: uh, we have bought more than what we should and we've yeah. actually helped other people out in that situation but yeah good uh, you know we tried to we looked ahead we had a gut feeling that the covid situation was going was going to cause uh, major manufacturing delays right and so we took um and went to the owners of our company and you know kudos to them uh they invested and they invested wisely and we fully stocked our warehouse
0: all right let's uh, let's get some contact information if you want a generator contact joel Worsham and how do we get to you
1: we're going to call 919-777-1777 or you can go to www dot your comfort first dot com
0: if we've got an issue either with our attic or with the crawl space we want to
2: get to triangle radiant barrier triangle radiant barrier dot com or 919-986-8808
0: and gentlemen it's it's been a pleasure thank you
2: thank you any
0: any other lo-
2: last thoughts thanks for listening
0: yeah thank you to to the folks who've called up um, and I should mention that somebody did win a $25 gift certificate to High Park Barn Grill, the place for lunch and dinner, daily food and drink specials. Stop by and see them at 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. This is making your home great.